0: 144 of the two guys into fridays podcast my name is steven and that over there is travis good morning steve good morning uh lots of stuff to get through uh it's been a long break with awesome con and everything so let's get right into it thank you to ej for the theme song this week
1: yeah ej thanks that was great
0: and if you want to send in your own version of the theme song pretty easy to do tgifcast at gmail.com make sure you are following us on all social media while you're at it tgifcast at gmail.com all the places. Uh we had a big week at AwesomeCon last week. Thank you to everyone who came out. Was that last week or did, no, we, played, know, the man, we played the it's episode last week. We played the episode last week. So it's been a while. It's been, yeah, it's been 2 weeks
1: since we were at AwesomeCon, but we played the episode aired last week.
0: Yeah, so thanks for everyone that came out. Um if you weren't there, we finally once and for all determined that Family Matters is the greatest theme song from a TGIF show of all time
1: which that doesn't surprise me, but I was so glad that there was some twists and turns and some, some Cinderella stories in the bracket. I'm glad it wasn't just, you know, so full house versus family matters the whole way.
0: What was the bigger upset for you? Was it sister, sister defeating full house or was it clueless defeating step-by-step? Step? Um, so both are pretty huge. Point.
1: That's a good question. Cause I, they're both big upsets. The thing is I, I, you know, I still don't really connect or, or care much for the Clueless theme uh-huh. song, so I think that beating perfect sh- or step by step was like a bigger personal
0: surprise, surprise for you. Sure,
1: but I think the bigger surprise, I think, I think, sister, sister being full house was the bigger surprise. But I'm so glad that it did because it made for a much more interesting bracket than what what was potentially going to happen
0: yeah i tried to look up who the um big cinderella story was in the NCAA tournament was last year but uh i was having internet connections but i feel like sister sister might have taken them over this year
1: yeah i mean it was it was i was glad to see i was glad to see it and it just made me feel old because all the theme songs that i remember and like are stuck in my head are the older ones and and the newer ones are the ones that kind of shine um i'll tell you though the one song that's been stuck in my head for the last two weeks is just the 10 of us so
0: oh yeah It's a good one. Yep. Um, So if you want to go back and look at the brackets, the whole thing, it's up on our Facebook page now. Or you can just go listen to the episode uh, 143. It aired last week and uh, listen to the whole thing as it unraveled at AwesomeCon Live.
1: Yeah, a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who came out. It was was a blast.
0: All right. The other stuff, uh, let's get into some news. These are all episodes. Well, what our show does is we go back and we watch episodes that aired 30 years ago. Right now we're in reruns, so we're going back and we're watching... Step or uh, perfect strangers that aired on Saturdays, so we're catching back up. So when it comes back to Fridays in the fall, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So like this Friday, thirty years ago would have been June nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. All reruns, so we are going to be watching Perfect Strangers season seven, episode nineteen, which aired March twenty first of nineteen ninety two. Like you said, a Saturday um, catching. Getting, getting through Season 7, so ready for Season 8.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that we like to do also is go back and look at what was going on in the world 30 years ago. And I've got a few stories for you. Uh, we're awesome. starting off June 14th, uh, just because we are in the NBA championships right now, the finals. Uh, also, of course, back then 30 years ago. But this was uh, when the Bulls were a big deal. Uh, this was their mm-hmm. back-to-back titles. This was two in a row for them. Uh, as they defeated the Portland Trailblazers 97 to 93 in Game Six back in 92.
1: Nice, it's nice. So this is, I guess, th- this was what sets up the 3 threepeat, right? Because yep. That wasn't what they ended up doing. Spoiler okay. alert. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Thirty years ago, the Bulls won three three seasons in a row. Uh, June fifteenth,
0: 1992. Now I'm not that familiar with this story. Maybe you are, but uh, Dan Quayle. We all know who Dan mm-hmm. Quayle is. He was um, potatoes. Potato. Yeah, you know it already. This was uh, June 15th, 1992. He was at a spelling bee in Trenton, New Jersey, and I guess the the student was told to spell potato, and they blame it on a faulty card, but he told them the real way to spell potato was with an E at the end, like P-O-T-A-T-O-E, even though we all know there is no E on potato.
1: There is no eon potato.
0: So, what a, do you? How much do you know, like, about this faulty card? Is that like still what they blame to this day, know. or is that just like? I, this his is excuse? one of those like.
1: That's just one of those stupid things that happened 30 years ago that was funny then and is totally.
0: It's still funny to look back on. I mean, like, you knew exactly what, what. All I had to say was Dan Quayle, and you knew exactly well, what I was going to
1: talk about. But you had also said something before we went on the air that gave me a hint that you, when you said that we have a spelling story, and then you said Dan Quayle. Okay. Okay. Two and two enough. together. Yeah. I, so I mean, I don't think anybody. This is like the people who complain about Obama wearing a brown suit once and then still bring it up like like it's a relevant thing. It, like who cares? Whatever. Dan Quayle misspelled. I misspell stuff all the time, and you know, I'm not the vice president, but it doesn't matter.
0: And maybe the biggest story this week, June sixteenth, nineteen ninety two, the longest salami coming in at 68 feet, 9 inches long, what? and 25 feet in circumference, weighs at 1,492 pounds and 5 ounces in Fleckford, Norway.
1: That is most certainly the most important story of the week.
0: question is, has it been beat in the last I'm looking it up years? right now, world's longest salami. World's uh, longest.
1: World's longest salami. Uh, okay, so hold on. When, when was this? When was this? I bet uh, it was beat like the next year, wasn't it? 2017. Oh. Uh, so I don't know when it was. I don't know how many times it's been. Sure, beat. sure, sure. Um, oh, it looks like okay. So there's a there's a there's a city in Argentina. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just pronounce it Tandil. I'm not sure how the use, it's properly pronounced. Looks like th- they've broken the record. Three. They broke the record three consecutive years in a row. Oh, no. 14, 15, and 16. This might not be that
0: big of a story.
1: Uh, no, it's still a big deal. Um, it's real big. It's
0: 68 feet big. Yeah. Why, why, why couldn't they just get those last three inches to get it 69 feet, though?
1: <laughs> you know, there's limitations. Uh, so the one in Argentina was 30.62 feet long.
0: That's half this size. You said it's not like meters or something?
1: Oh, no, that's yards. So 90. Like, oh, 91. they beat it by a 91 lot. 91 feet. Well, and this is the third time they. This is the third time they've broken the record.
0: Is this the the 2017 salami?
1: So the 2014 salami was was 16 meters. The uh-huh. 2015 salami was 21 meters. The 20 hold on hold on hold on. The 2016 Ooh. salami was 28 meters. Let's get some feet. Uh, in Wait 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 wait. Here we go here we, we go here we, we go. We live. I'll, 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 we'll get there we'll get there. And then the record they broke in 2017 was. meters which equals 137.4 feet long
0: double the 92 salami
1: oh wait 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 that's that was in 27 there's a here's an update from no 20 no that's 2010 okay so i think that that's still where where things stand
0: 2017
1: uh, this is the official Guinness records webs. I'm confused. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of salamis floating around out there. This claimed that the longest salami is three, 3,708 feet long. What?
0: Yeah, man. I don't know. This makes this story sound completely irrelevant now.
1: Well, let's be honest. As much as we might like it, it was relevant from the beginning. Um, Oh wait, hold on, here's the longest cooked salami. Oh my god.
0: I thought all this salami this. was cooked.
1: Oh man, I don't know. This salami, this cooked salami is only 52 feet long.
0: I mean, you gotta find I a big oven for that or something. I don't or know, man. Giant or giant stock pot fire. or something. No,
1: just put a bunch of like coals down. Oh, uh, like, right over
0: something. the fire? Yeah. Do you, you think they ate all that salami?
1: yeah 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 sure 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 i remember when um remember when banditos did the world's biggest plate of nachos yeah. and they, they were they were serving them up
0: but then it got beat like two days later i feel like
1: no well i mean you know that things these, these records, records are broken. meant to last yeah
0: yeah i don't know some records are meant to last apparently Maybe. not the longest salami though
1: no we can't even figure it. there's i would say that there it is uh it gets beat it, every year it's undetermined yeah People. there's there's no like unified world salami title
0: i feel like we've missed out on so many dick jokes here <laughs>
1: it's not that kind of show to steve i don't
0: know it just feels like it's there all right uh movies and music for the week what was uh number one
1: no changes this week everything oh. changes next week so okay. patriot games uh last week and jump by crisscross it's been good
0: both falling off
1: both falling off next week this week though is is their last the last the last go-round
0: is there any uh, chance that the song is from the soundtrack of the movie
1: no okay. no okay. no 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 you're because you're thinking of, of a different I know movie exact, you're thinking of a different movie okay i know exactly what you're thinking about because okay. because exactly that might happen at some point uh, it probably will in a few years but not this time around not this time around
0: am i thinking like jim um, carrey yeah okay yeah, yeah all right all right yeah we have birthdays, birthdays. To who? we do
1: and and i missed one because i had my dates wrong uh for during awesome con for oh, birthdays no. we so, so happy
0: birthday at awesome con well yeah and well, and I was I it someone important
1: to me yeah stacy keenan oh, um, that's important it is important yeah monday june 6th same birthday as my my sister my wife's sister so happy birthday stacy um dana of course from from step by step and then a lot of birthdays this week we've got first of all monday the 13th june 13th mary kate and ashley olson wow um uh, june 15th we have christopher castile who is mark on uh, step by step and then relevant for today's episode friday june 17th mr mark Lynn baker larry on perfect
0: strangers he's not on twitter or anything is he
1: i, feel, I don't I feel like we need to
0: wish him a happy birthday so all right. This is Perfect Strangers. Uh, I think we said this was season seven, episode nine. Is that right? Nineteen? No,
1: episode twenty. I just lost it. I had it pulled up, I think and then you I had, had a nine so in there somewhere. Close like, my window. Oh,
0: that's what it is. All right. Um. So yeah, this is Perfect Strangers. Hold on. Twenty-nine.
1: No, I know. I was making that up. Um. Let's see, I think it, I think it's twenty.
0: You had a nine in there. Maybe it's nineteen. Maybe it's nineteen.
1: It's either 19 or 20,
0: then perfect strangers. The play is the thing, season seven, episode
1: it's still coming up, it's still coming up. Uh, 18, 19, 19. 19. 19. All right, and after 100%. the 100, would have aired March 21st, all right. 1992.
0: After the theme song, we come back, we've got Balky, he's getting home, and he's got some amazing news to tell Larry. And big uh, news, it's big news. Uh, we find out. One that Lydia has a theater group, and two, they want to perform Larry's play. Apparently, Larry has written a play, and uh, Bucky took it and gave it to Lydia, and they're gonna do it.
1: Yep, yep. Bucky, without without Larry knowing, has given this play, and now they're gonna do it. And the play's name is Wheat, although Larry oh, Wheat pronounces it wheat. wheat every time he says it. Every
0: time Wheat. Um, it opens this Friday and I think that's tomorrow, right? Like Friday's like the next day. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's gotta be, a, it's gotta be a couple more days. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so we go the next night. Um,
1: well, that- well, well wait, wait, first, I think it's important here is Larry is upset that, that at first upset. that Balky gave this play because it's not done. He's not ready for it to be seen. And then Larry finds out that the, that the, the, the theater group loves it. And so he is now like, of course they love it. It's great. I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, he's very high on his own play after uh, realizing Hoot. that people yes. like like, Um All right, so we go to the next night. This is uh, Balky giving Larry a tour of the theater. He's, like, showing him the stage and showing him, like, where the audience sits. And then Lydia comes in, and uh, she tells Larry that she loves the play and uh, that opening night is already sold out for this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: And then uh, Larry and Balky kind of watch uh, the director of the play as he's giving uh, one of the actors, actually the lead actor who is playing the Larry character, because this is an autobiographical uh, play, if you didn't know that.
1: Yeah, and the, so the Larry character is named Lawrence in the play. Obviously, Larry is short for Lawrence. Um, and the the actor who plays him is uh, Robert G. Lee, who plays Brad Oliver. Um, Robert G. Lee is the guy and i'm really i was disappointed i feel like they really missed an opportunity here he's the guy that uh was the delivery dr- uh guy in so many episodes who always got balky's name oh, wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was really hoping that they'd at least have him get barkalock yeah i was hoping they'd, get, they'd have him get his name wrong here but they didn't
0: do that so well, his name's robert g lee yeah hmm. all right um <laughs> so Robert G Lee. So Larry and Balki are watching this director give uh, Robert G Lee some instruction. Brad and Oliver is
1: the character. Brad
0: Oliver, and uh, the director is kind of like telling him, oh, "Don't worry about it. We can always like change some words down the line or something to make it work." And Larry hears this and it sets him off. He's not happy about this.
1: Well, the other thing, too, that he says here is that there's a whole kind of dialogue between the director and the actor, and how they, you know, Larry is going to be played as this buffoon character. And the director is really like helping the actor get the, the full buffoonery out of the Lawrence character.
0: Yeah. And so Larry and Balky go up there. They kind of uh, Larry wants to give uh, some words to the director. And the thing that I pulled out that the director said to him is that you know what, I bet this is your first play and that you think you've written a masterpiece and this kind of sets both of them off, Larry and Balky, a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he really kind of, he doesn't just say that, and, like, he kind of also just really, like, is really rude and demeaning to Larry the entire time. Yeah,
0: he's making him seem like the director is much more important than the writer, is what I think. Right. So, Balky actually steps in to uh, defend Larry and, uh, starts like just saying things about how uh, Larry's greats, and then after a few back and forths, the director's like, you know what I don't need this I quit and throws down his script and walks out
1: yeah and and Larry's like, Well that's fine. We don't need you. And uh, Brad Oliver turns around and says, I, I did need him. He was he was the one that was getting me where I need to be. And so Brad quits as well.
0: Yeah. So the director's gone, Robert G. Lee's gone, and then the rest of the entire cast is like, you know what? We'll get out of here too. And now there's no one left for wheat. Yep. Wheat. Yep. For wheat. wheat. Um So let's see what I put here. Uh, Lydia Uh, comes in, yeah. And she's like, "What's
1: going on? What just happened?"
0: She's mad because Larry made uh, the director quit, and uh, they make an agreement. You know, like you know what? We can still make this happen. Let's postpone it. We'll get a new director. We'll get new actors. But Lydia's like, "Well, Clive Rich might not be able to make it if we postpone it a couple weeks." And they're like, "Clive Rich." and apparently clive rich is like the movie or play theater reviewer for the area like he is the one that writes That's all the reviews deal. yeah and uh larry's like this is my play i'm getting a review from clive rich we've got to make it happen as i always say the show must go on we will find a cast i will step in i will play lawrence and i will direct Huit.
1: yeah i mean this is a big deal I, I I would say Chicago is arguably the second biggest live theater city in the country, right? So having the top, the top critic come and see your shows, you got to put it on.
0: You put it on? I don't know about that. I don't think you want it...
1: to. If you're Larry who thinks that every, every idea is a good idea, in your brain, you got to do it. What
0: do they have, a day? A couple days. A couple days, and they have to get a whole new cast and get them to figure out this whole play in a couple days. I think you're putting up go. a bad product in front of the reviewer, and this could only go downhill.
1: I think that me, you and any normal person would recognize that immediately. Whereas Larry would not.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say me, you and anyone else could do this play in two days. No, no, no. I, yeah. Uh, all right. So now we skip to the rehearsal. We, uh, we see that Marianne, Jennifer, Larry, Balky, and Lydia are going to be the actors in the play and Larry is handing out scripts to everyone, telling them what their role is for the first time.
1: Yeah, Jennifer finds out she's going to play Larry's mom, and she's not happy. Yeah, she's
0: not happy about that. I'm like, it's just an acting thing. It's not like, I don't know.
1: But I also think that when you find out who some of the other parts are, later-
0: oh, I lost you for a second. Uh, you said when you find out who some of the other parts are, and then I, got, I lost you. Uh, you might still be gone yeah later
1: in the in the episode we find out who the signs it Ugh, can
0: you
1: hear me now? so la- later in the episode yeah you're good okay so later in the episode we find out who some of the other parts have been given to and i think it it's just as weird once we find out who some of the other parts are
0: yeah and like everyone's nervous but larry is trying to like reassure everyone that they can do it and everyone's pretty concerned about their role balky suggests um that they change his role because he doesn't think that he can play an angry character I'm, I'm not getting too far ahead of this am i is this kind of where we're at right now no
1: no you're right yeah yeah he's been assigned uh uh larry's brother
0: yeah and larry reminds him um you know what we can figure this out we need something that kind of triggers you to get angry what about that childhood bully of yours bruno's and did you get the joke here? I mean, the, oh, the future uh, joke.
1: The the like most like, yes, the awesome future joke here.
0: Like literally this this bully's named Brunos. And, Brunos. And Balky says, oh, I don't talk about Brunos anymore. Yeah. We can, they can't talk about Brunos. Um. So, but it works. As soon as Larry kind of mentions this Brunos name, it angers Balky. And it looks like uh, anytime he says Bruno's, um, he gets angry, and like as soon as he stops talking about it, he loses the anger. And they determine that they can make like a trigger word.
2: Right. And, right. Right.
0: Uh, Balky and Larry remember that it was on this bridge that Bruno's would like take his lunch money every day and like bully him. So anytime larry or anyone says the word bridge it's gonna flip this switch on balky to make him just really angry so that way he can get into character and larry's like we can just add it in a few times in the script and then that way you'll be ready to perform
1: yeah and this this section took a long time this is a long section a long drawn out
0: yeah section i mean this was like half of the episode was just setting this up
1: it was and it i don't know wasn't the best use of time in my opinion but
0: all right, so we know bridge is the trigger word. Um, he says it a few times. They practice a line, and then it makes Balky so angry. He ends up uh, pushing Larry completely off the stage to like where the audience would be during the play. While they're practicing, right here, like they're 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 running through the oh, lines. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So skip to opening night. We're there. It's opening night. Uh, the play starts. Larry starts off. Uh, he's alone on the stage. Um, he's giving, like, this opening monologue. He's also, like, the narrator of this play. So he's, like, t- telling the story of all these characters. And he starts off with uh, him playing Lawrence, uh, introducing Ma, who's played by Jennifer. We already learned his mom.
1: And the whole introduction is, like, how old and, like, old-looking she is and how, <laughs> she's like, 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 ugly she is as an old
0: lady. She's only 40, but she looks 60 or something yeah. like that and uh or jennifer is still not happy at all to be playing this character like she's not even looking out to the audience she's just like not happy and then balky keeps coming on stage too early like he i don't know if he's missing his his cue yeah Yeah. or what but he just keeps coming on too early and then there's a door where characters are supposed to be coming in from uh is that stage left i guess and uh Anytime they're supposed to come through the door, like Larry's opening the door, but they just walk around the door like they don't even realize <laughs> it's, it's
1: there. They walk around the set. Yeah.
0: So when Lydia comes on stage, she freezes. She can't remember any lines. She's just kind of like staring out into the crowd. Um, well, when she
1: first comes out, she has her back to the crowd and she's doing her, she's kind of delivering some lines, doing some stuff. And then she turns around and sees the crowd and just freezes.
0: Yeah. Balky comes in too early again. Uh, Marianne, who plays a character named Bobby Sue. Um she couldn't find the prop jug of milk in the back, so she just grabs a piece of wheat and uh, pretends it's milk like pouring it out. It makes no sense at all. but uh, but this is
1: also one of those kind of moments too where we her character is supposed to be Larry's like long like childhood love and like and this is it goes back to like, why make Jennifer your mom and your your best friend's girlfriend your love interest like who cares just switch with their characters
0: yeah it's all just a giant a mess. mess uh balky misses his cues again but then uh once he does get on stage uh larry is able to drop those bridge cues and they're working he's starting to get angry like he's hawking out right now
1: yeah oh yeah for sure
0: so balky eventually snaps after like the second or something bridge and uh Starts attacking Larry, like chasing him around. He's uh, throwing things. He can't control himself, and there's like a little battle going on right in the middle of the stage.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's like he's like throwing Larry all over the place. It's it's it gets wild.
0: Yeah, he eventually and,
1: and, and uh, my brain Bronson Pinchot is like a pretty bulky dude. Like he's got muscles. Uh-huh. And so he's just tossing him around.
0: Yeah, and eventually the scene ends with him throwing him off the stage into the crowd.
1: Right. Right.
0: So we then go back to the house. Um, The gang's all getting home. Larry is in a neck brace and a leg cast and has crutches. crutches, And uh, he admits that this was all his fault. Everything about it was his fault. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer asks Larry um, if she wants him to, or if she wants him to, for her to read the review that the reviewer wrote about the play. And he's like, no, you know what? I never want to hear about wheat again. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's water under the bridge. And then as soon as he <laughs> says bridge triggers, Balky again, Balky snaps and just lunges for Larry. And the show ends with him like midair lunging.
1: Yeah. This wasn't my favorite episode.
0: Yeah. Um, I I thought I was going to like it a lot more, but um, it was the, t- the pacing was really weird. Like, especially the, with that scene that you were talking. Yeah. about. Yeah.
1: The long scene in the middle really killed it. Like, it it would you know it just wasn't it, I don't know, it didn't work it wasn't funny it, it, I don't know It wasn't my favorite.
0: Um yeah, what are we doing next week?
1: Another uh, another Perfect Strangers, okay. Um season seven episode twenty. If you're watching along with us, the name of the episode is Stress Test. Uh, obviously again summer rerun, so this is an episode that would have aired March 28th of '92. Uh, watch that, talk about it. Um, might have something different the week after. We'll see what we'll see what comes. See what happens.
0: And a brand new movie and a brand new song next week. I'm excited for that.
1: Brand new movie, brand new song. I don't know if we have any birthdays. I didn't look that far ahead, but yeah, it'll be there. a good time. Uh,
0: thanks once again for uh, listening to the show. Make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIF cast. Uh, thanks to EJ for the theme song this week. Once again, And if you want to send in your own version of the theme song, TGIFcast at gmail.com. Record it, do whatever you want, mail it in and we will play it on the show.
1: Definitely. We will. All right, um, man. And,
0: Anything else? Anything else? I'm looking back in my notes. I think that's it. I think we got through everything. Just a short one this week.
1: Yep. Yep. And hopefully next week I'll have a better internet connection. And my, a might be be me. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's me. But whatever. Um, all right, man. we well, have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. It's
2: Friday night. The mood am some fun. Show you how it's done. Show you how Friday night. The mood is right. Have some fun yeah, show, you how show you how it's done Show you how it's done Oh my God, thank God it's Friday Get to spend the week in my way Probably watching full house step by step Rush into my driveway In a rush, I took the highway Show you how it's done the right way Yeah, yeah, all these people looking sideways Eating me some Chinese while I'm laughing at Steve work This is so exciting, this is life going full circle Like a great looking rainbow